The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk With No Politics Okay. I am your host, Andrew Lenz, coming to you every Sunday on the BICBP Radio Network. And before we get into today's show, here's a message from our sponsor. If you always wanted to get your hands on Batman, drop into McDonald's, where Batman Returns is on a dramatic series of 32-ounce collector cups with five crispy bat disc lids straight from the movie. You can pick up a large drink in one of six superhero collector cups at a special price when you buy any extra value meal. Because what you want is what you get at McDonald's today. All right. So today I have returning guest, Mr. Bryce Benjamin from Sports Your Enthusiasm. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> what doing? is good, my dude? I'm doing good. Man, you know, another beautiful day. Sun is shining. Yeah. I'm on the podcast with you again. We're getting ready to talk some good stuff, man. We can can't ask for much more. Yeah. How about yourself? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. It's time of recording. It's early morning. Already sunny. Got the kids a five dollar slip and slide from five below. It's the whole. There you go. I don't good spend steal. I don't spend the big money. Five dollars is all we need. $5. Hey man, gotta make it work. Way more than I had. <laughs> I had a tarp. <laughs> yeah, know. with no no padding underneath. I remember those days. <laughs> a tarp, and then we and then we try and catch a football and lay out. <laughs> catch a football. Mm-hmm. That was good old days. Kids don't know how good they have it. It's something they, at all, yo. I'll be trying to tell them, man, this time of your life right now, this is going to be the best time period in your life. No responsibilities. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to worry about nothing but school and games. Man, when you start getting responsibilities. <laughs> I tell my kids all the time when they're like, Dad, can you play? And I'm like, why didn't you ask me before? Right now, I got to be an adult. Mm-hmm. Do adult responsibility things. Adult things sucks. Sucks. So bad. <laughs> That's why I podcast. This is why I podcast right here, actually. So I can mm-hmm. I can still get that nostalgia, fun, non-adult things going. And today we are going to talk about movies that we feel didn't need sequels. Should just mm-hmm. one, done, leave it alone, put it in a glass case, and don't touch it again. Yes. And I, I think we've we've touched on this with our matrix retrospective. Where I have pissed off some people on this. I have. Me being one of them. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I have pissed some people off in a good, in a fun way, in a fun way. And that's right. That's the best way to piss people off is a fun way. My, my other friend, Gary threat. He is, he was not happy when he heard me say that he, he actually made a Facebook post about it. That I was, that I was nuts when I said that, the Matrix should have ended. That is my prime example. Should have ended after one. We don't need any more. Mm-hmm. We don't need two. We don't need three. It's just all downhill from there. And now we're about to get four. I know. Matrix four next summer, baby. I don't even think I want to watch it. Unless it's free, like, somewhere. I don't even want to watch it. Mm. Mm. I can't wait. Oh. I'm going to dress up in all black. I'm going <laughs> to have my sunglasses on. I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk in a mysterious, confused way. Andrew, what if I told you that right now we are currently in the Matrix? That's gonna be me like all week when that movie come out. You gotta get the cool <laughs> more you gotta figure out how to do the cool Morpheus glasses where they don't have the stems on the side. I can't find those. I've been looking for those. I couldn't find them. I'm pretty sure I could find them somewhere. Or if I just gotta make a pair. Those are the those are the coolest glasses I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Maybe Shout out to Morpheus. Yeah. I'm a little bit Number one is Cowboy Curtis. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Coming in. Oh boy. That broke. That changed my. That changed my whole childhood when somebody was like, "Hey, did you know uh, Lawrence Fishburne was Cowboy Curtis?" I was like, "No, that that's not possible. He can't be hanging out with Pee Wee Herman." 
it's nuts, right? So it's crazy how a lot of these people, a lot of these actors and actresses get their start. Oh. But you got to start somewhere. Yep. So, where do you start? Where do you feel movie got a sequel and it just was not needed? Okay, so there's a couple of them here, I, and I kind of narrow my list down. So when you when you sent me the information, when you sent me the idea, um, just started listing off movies that you know got sequels that I was kind of underwhelmed with you know it's like eh, i'm kind of good with it but uh i have i have four solid ones here for you that um definitely want to kind of get into depth with uh with you here so no particular order but um let's start off with this one here i have the mask and the mask the, the original mask by what you know had jim carrey in there Excellent, excellent, excellent movie. So many quotables. Excellent storyline. Jim was awesome. Um, but then, years later, they decide to make The Son of the Mask or Mask 2. Which, I mean, if you, have, you have, you've seen that movie, right? Uh, bits and pieces are what I could stomach from it. Okay, and I get why. I can, I can understand why you can only watch bits and pieces of it because it's horrible. It's 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 a horrible movie. It it was not necessary to continue that story, and like I feel like a lot of times when the movies like these come out with sequels, it's usually just like a big money grab. It's just like a big cash grab. Hey, we made this amount of success and money off of it. Uh, hey, let's go try again. Like okay, but first of all, you did it like eight years later, ten years later. And secondly, it wasn't good. <laughs> like, like if we're if we're gonna make like a sequel, at least like put some effort into it. At least make it interesting. Like that movie was not interesting whatsoever to me. It was it was too much over the top. Like the story was bland. The 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 dialogue is t- was terrible. Like everything about it was just like, come on. Like I'm kind of good on this. Not necessary whatsoever. Complete Hollywood cash grab and very very disappointing so they should have just left the mask alone they should have just took the mask and put it in the vault and locked it up and threw it in the ocean and then we could just enjoy it forever for what it was the the sun of the mask was not needed and um honestly i don't even want to like acknowledge that movie as a sequel to the original mask because it was so good but it is what it is it's out there You can't replace Jim Carrey with Jamie Kennedy. And like Exactly. The cast is so like C B level to what it should have been. I know the original mask wasn't like didn't have like giant stars. You had pretty much Jim Carrey and unknown Cameron Diaz, but Jim Carrey what was he coming off of? Ace Ventura, maybe Dumb and Dumber or something like that. He was hot at that time. This is when Jim Carrey is like on the rise. Yeah, but he wasn't like Jim Carrey now, but still right, the- right. He's not, he wasn't the established star yet. He was like he was still making, he was still paying his dues. He was still up and coming, but he, that his performances like this is when you're going to get his best performances. He's hungry, you yeah. know what I mean? He's hungry right there. But it, the the son of mask is absolutely horrible. I can't mm-hmm. stand it. Like I said, it was just certain parts I couldn't even stand. <laughs> the, the CGI wasn't even good in it. When like not even good when the baby took out the mask, like I can deal with bad CGI. I am a child of the eighties. I have seen bad special effects that have not aged. Well, I just yeah. watched uh, the movies that made us with back to the future. And they showed when Marty McFly's hand starts fading. And I did not realize how bad that special effects is, but that's 1985. Mm-hmm. This is like 2000 and something. And it just was not. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it. Mm. So yeah, here's that was, yeah. I was gonna say, well, yeah. What, what was your uh, what's on your list there? I got one, and it's kind of in the same boat. Is speed. You can't just replace Keanu Reeves. And that one too. Okay, they saved the bus. That's it. He killed Dennis Hopper, and that should be it. We're done. We're cool. Okay, now we don't need another guy. We don't need Speed 2 cruise control where we're on a boat. We don't even have counter-reasons in it, but yet you bring back Sandra Bullock. And it's 
big deal. You're on a boat. It was, I think it was cooler on a bus. I've only seen bits and pieces of speed too, because it's not, I don't, I don't feel where it's anywhere where close to speed, like speed starts out with fun in the elevator. Well, not fun, but like action in the elevator shoots his friend in the leg. You're like, ha ha cool. Then all of a sudden it gets the phone call. Now they got to go on the bus. He's trying to defuse the bomb as he goes underneath the bus in that little cart and everything else. And then we get speed to cruise control, which is like just stupid. Like mm. we did speed. Speed is good. We should have left it alone. We don't need anything else. You know what? It's kind of funny. Cause I remember uh, bits and pieces of speed too. I remember the boat, and the boat was just, like, coming full charge at, like, a, a dock, right? It couldn't stop. It couldn't slow yeah. down, right? Okay, I do remember the premise of that. Yeah, that movie was kind of underwhelming now that I think about it, especially compared to the original. Well, I think Yeah, the, yeah, I, I feel you on that one there. I think the biggest thing is, is if you're going to make a movie, a sequel, all of a sudden you're going to take out the main character. You know, we're gonna replace. Right. We're gonna replace Keanu Reeves with Jason Patrick, and think it's kind of like the Mass Two thing. You you just you just fed me filet mignon, and now all of a sudden you want to give me a McDonald's cheeseburger. I, I don't mm-hmm. want that McDonald's cheeseburger. I want the. You gotta keep on giving me the steak. You and the way that they try to, and the way that they try to sell it is really the disrespectful part. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, you you kind of, I feel like you, I feel like you feel like. I'm feeling like Hollywood felt like we're idiots. Like, yeah. oh, hey, listen, we're going to make speed too, but this time it's on a boat. Yeah. Like, uh, all right. <laughs> Thanks, but, you know, can I get a good story? You know, can I get some good acting? No. You know, maybe, you know, maybe bring back the main character. You know, just thought, just thought. Yeah. But, hey, you know, that's why I'm here and they're in Hollywood. They they get paid to do shit like that, stuff like that. Excuse me. We paid. So. Sad thing is people... People paid to go see it thinking it was going to be the same, and then people come out and they're pissed. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, hey, I get it. Speed 2, you made the list. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, you ready for my next one? Yeah. Let's see what you got. All right. So, on my next one, this one is um actually, so it's, it's the Bad Boy series, right? Okay. And I'm talking specifically Bad Boys 3. Okay, so I'm, I'm probably going to get some pushback from, from a lot of people listening to this. Bad Boys 1, classic. Good follow-up with Bad Boys 2. Alright? Good follow-up. Good story to me. I enjoyed the jokes. I enjoyed the acting. They brought back the main characters. Martin and Will Smith was in a prime. They're still in shape. They look good. Um, they brought in Gabrielle Union with it um awesome awesome soundtrack uh like they basically finished the movie and then added like an extra 30 minutes of like bonus content at the end when they went to cuba to save his sister like that was dope like i was all for bad boys too and then what 12 15 years later they decided to come out with bad boys 3 completely unnecessary movie completely unnecessary movie the story was done the story was done with bad boys 2 now they go with Bad Boys 3. They just took a completely right field, completely right field. All of a sudden, Will Smith was on some special cobalt mission that we didn't even know about and had a son randomly. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry if anybody's seen Bad Boys 3 yet. Um, had a son out of like out of random who, who tries to kill him, right? And then he bounces back. And they finally track them down. And the, like it was it was all over the place. They got some special task force unit now that they're working with. Martin looks old and fat. Like, come on. Like, like Will Smith looks old. Like it's it was it was not a movie that needed to be made. They should have just left it alone at Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 3 was so horrible to me. It was so horrible. And I I uh yeah, that that definitely left a sour taste in my mouth with the Bad Boys franchise. I still like Bad Boys one and two; still excellent movies to me. It's just Bad Boys three. I'm just going to leave that one alone. Wasn't Bad Boys two like ridiculously spaced as well? Bad, Bad Boys two was was uh, over the top in terms of action, like the action scenes. You know, you had a, like they're, they're like the highway scene. 
they blow up, they just blowing up cars everywhere. You know, it's a James Cameron movie, so you know what you're going to get. Just cars blowing up, boats just flying over people's heads and stuff like that. Just like every 15 minutes, it's a gun shootout. Like it was, it was perfect, perfect for it, especially for that time period. Bad Boys 3 is just like, I, it wasn't, it wasn't no purpose for me for it. Like the story didn't fit. The story did not fit for me. I was, the jokes was corny. The acting was like, eh. Like it wasn't believable. It, it's I'm good. Like the it it was it was not necessary. A complete cash grab. I fell for it. I'm mad. I fell for it. I I'm not falling for it again though. They're not getting me no bad boys four or five or nothing. They try that. I feel okay. This is no disrespect to Martin Lawrence, but was this just to get Martin a paycheck? Possibly. Was this like a gift? Like Quite when, possibly could have. <laughs> like, like Myron could use some extra money. Let's get him some money. He has a it bit. definitely could have been. I, that's the only thing I'm thinking. And I'm and I'm making no disrespect to Martin. Martin Lawrence. I grew up with Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Watching Martin in the early 90s on Fox was probably one of the Martin. reasons. <laughs> Martin. With Sinead. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah bad boys three man that that one goes in the dumpster for me bro that ugh, ugh. i got one similar to that too also the terminator terminator one pretty good for the time terminator two that, that you could almost put that better than terminator some people will so then you start getting into terminator three terminator genesis just stop it stop just 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 stop terminator mm-hmm. 2 was so good he killed himself at the end we don't need to bring him back john connor was saved mm-hmm. we don't need a female terminator we don't need this type of terminator we don't need to see what happened in the past with john connor i was good after terminator 2 like they just started coming out with more and more terminators and i was like i don't even want to deal with this mm-hmm after Terminator 2, it should just stop, shut it down. Arnold, we don't need any more. And that's it. Just, it just, I baby. Yeah, he went down. He, he you know, because it was the chip. He had to get rid of the chip. So he mm-hmm. goes down into there. He melts himself. And now all of a sudden, it's like, oh, guess what? Now we got Terminator 3. Years later, once again, stop making sequels years later. I think that's our biggest point here. And keep the original cast. It, as uh, simple as that, bro. Is 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 really that simple? Like, and I get, I get, I get it. It's all about money. I get it. I do get it. But at least, like, give us something good. Like, if you're going, if it's, if it's going to be a cash grab, at least make it good. Come on, like, at least try. Like, it seems like they don't even try. No. No. This one would. <laughs> It just seemed like it kept on feeding us the same thing. Like the first Terminator had some meeting. And also the second Terminator, it's like, okay, well, the T-2000 is coming after John Connor. And this Terminator is here because he was, I believe he was like, I haven't seen it in years, but he was like reprogrammed to save John Connor from the T-2000. And now all of a sudden it's, you go into the next one and now it's the female Terminator trying to save or trying to kill John Connor. Like, how many Terminators are you going to do? I thought we were done. Like, once the chip got Mm -hmm. destroyed, as far as I know, Back to the Future rules, once that chip gets destroyed, the future gets erased. So, I, you know, there's part in there. I'm just going by my Back to the Future rules. So I feel you. I feel you on that one. I feel you on that one. I just, just, uh, again, they just try to fit. Like, a lot of these sequels, you can tell when a sequel is really bad when it just seems like they're just trying to continue the story in like somehow, some way. Yeah. By trying to fit like a, a square peg into a round hole. Oh yeah. Like it just seems like they do that constantly with bad. That's when like a sequel is bad where it just like nothing adds up. Like nothing adds up to this point. It just makes no sense whatsoever. And it's, you know, there's no follow-up to it. There's no follow-up like good story. There's no follow-up good acting. There's no follow-up good action like at least you gotta have something elite you gotta have like two or three of those categories be elite if you're just gonna give like a subpar 
uh, sequel. If like, you know what I'm saying, like a subpar continuation of a story or prequel to a story or whatever it may be. It just seems like the extended, stupid extended part of a movie that we didn't need or trying to extend it. Right. Like when you're trying to plug something in and the cord's like two inches too short and you're still trying to yank on it to get that extra mm-hmm. inch and then all of a sudden you just realize you're going to tear down your TV or whatever you got off the counter and it's going to break. Yep. But you just had to fight for that extra inch with a lot of Got to do it. Got to do it. Got to see it through. Don't see it through sometimes. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> what else you got to do, Les? All right. So my next one here is actually um, a movie that just recently came out. Uh, I think, well, last week, Friday, starring NBA superstar LeBron James. And that movie is called Space Jam, A New Legacy or Space Jam 2. Now, now I'm going to say this. Space Jam 2 was not horrible. No. For me, at least. All right. It was cool. I took it for what it was, and I understood how they went about it. I, I appreciate how they incorporated today's stuff into the movie. All right, so gaming was a big thing. His son, spoiler alert again, his son is you see have you see the movie? Yeah, I've seen it. I got I, okay. I got two kids, and it's LeBron. Okay. I, okay. I, perfect. Perfect. So you know, his son is a video game. He created a video game. I liked uh, uh, Don Cheeto as uh, LG Rhythm, as the algorithm that basically was the villain of the movie. And he, you know, he sucked LeBron and his son into the game and, you know, how they got to Looney Tune World and how he came in contact with Bugs. But like, I like the whole story. I like the whole setup with it. Uh, they didn't try to like just imitate the original Space Jam verbatim, which I do appreciate that. So it was cool. However, it was just one of those things where I'm watching it. I took it for what it was. I was like, okay, that was all right. But I'm just kind of sitting there thinking at the end of it, like, was that kind of necessary? Like, was that was that movie necessary? No, it kind of wasn't. I get it. The Michael Jordan, the quote-unquote greatest basketball player of all time, he put out that, like, a classic in Space Jam. And, you know, let's call it what it is. Michael Jordan acting in that movie wasn't that good. LeBron James acting in this movie wasn't that great. It was better than Jordan's acting, I thought. But um, the, the original Space Jam, the, the, the jokes, the quotables, the story, um, everything about it, just having like that Michael Jordan at his peak powers at that point, pretty much. Oh, yeah. you, you got him smack dab in the middle of this movie here. And it was such an awesome phenomenon. But then this one here is just kind of like it was it was underwhelming to me. I take it for what it was. Uh, it's mainly for kids. I get that as well. It's mainly for the, the generation, the kids' generation of this generation, I should say. The kids of this generation. Um, but, the, you know, with the adult jokes in there and the references back to the original, it still was just like, and they could have did a better job with this. So, for me, they could have just kept the original Space Jam and call it a day. Um, but at the same time, I do get why they why they wanted to try to do this like i do understand why they do it i just kind of wish they did that's that's my whole thing on that one there i could tell you why space jam 2 will never live up to space jam because it's missing two names larry bird and bill murray Mm. Mm. that bill murray Mm. the original space jam yep magical and think about how here's the Celtics fan coming out of me. Think about how great it would have been. Larry Bird would have came out and all of a sudden he would have stepped on the floor. And it yes. got the 1980s Larry Bird. And he just started dropping points down left handed and trash talking everybody. But that's the Celtics. Mm-hmm. I think Larry Bird should be in every basketball movie there ever was. And then even even like the scene you was talking about, like when they was golfing, they, they talking about, yeah, yeah, you got to be black to play in the NBA. So what you mean, Larry's not black? Larry's not black. Larry's white. Man, Larry's not white. He's clear. Like that's class. That's a classic line right there. That's a classic line. He's Larry. not white. He's clear. <laughs> I love Larry. <laughs> yeah, you're right though. That was it's just certain elements that they was missing from the movie, man. Yeah, like they could have. I- I understand. I thought the Michael B. Jordan spoilers, Michael B. Jordan thing was cool. 
And they were right. like, oh, we got Michael Jordan. But I think the Bill Murray thing was so classic in the first Space Jam where he was like, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do it. He comes out there and he scores like a point. And then he's like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm out. Like, I don't think I could do this anymore. I'm going to have <laughs> to go ice my knees. Yeah. <laughs> but he just leaves. And I think that's where it missed. Like, it's LeBron. And it, that's all it is is LeBron. Like, Don Cheadle's yeah. in it, but he's the bad guy. There's no, like... Don Cheadle was... And he had to basically carry that movie. I'm not... <laughs> like, LeBron was cool. Don't get me wrong. LeBron did a decent job, but it wasn't LeBron. Like, oh. like LeBron's is ultra... Like, this ultra-competitive freaking, you know, dad. Hey, listen, son. You got to keep working. You got to keep pushing yourself. You got to do this. You got to do that. I was like, I never knew. Like, it's like Kobe. Like, they act like this dude is Kobe Bryant. LeBron is nowhere near that mentality. We never knew LeBron to have that mentality whatsoever. Maybe it's different in real life. I don't know that. But I'm like, this is not believable. This is not believable. I think it would have been better with Kobe. R.I.P. It would have been way better with Kobe. It would have been way better. It's just... R.I.P. Kobe. Yeah, he he didn't have anybody to bounce off of. Like, I thought Jordan could bounce off of. What is that movie? LeBron James and Trainwreck. When he he has, was excellent in that movie. Yes, when he has another decent actor to bounce yeah. it off, like when he was with Bill Hader in the restaurant scene. Yep. And that whole thing where he like all of a sudden lost his wallet, or he's trying to split the paycheck, and you know mm-hmm. Hader's calling him out because LeBron is borderline billionaire status. <laughs> right. He's, he's like, really, you're gonna split the paycheck? He said, you're LeBron James. You're paying for this bill. Like, yeah. Like, that's yeah. I mean, he had Bugs Bunny, but I think if he could have added another another person in there, if he would have brought along friend or something of that nature, like the Bill Murray character. Yeah. Into that nature. Into the, into there, I think it would have been better, but it, it wasn't needed. I don't think we need it. The, my biggest joy out of there was I got to see, like, the 1960s Adam West Batman along one of the baselines. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to pick out trying to pick out all the characters from uh yeah, that was kind of dope. I did appreciate that. The mask was in there too. See? Mm-hmm. That was my only thing. It was like it was a big Warner Brothers commercial towards the end. Pretty and, much, yeah. They just I, like just just selling us stuff. Yeah. Like Ricky Morty Rick and Morty made an appearance in there for 20 seconds. It's just oh and the WNBA players. Yes, I I've I've like a secret crush on Diana Taurasi. So I get it, man. She's a beast. <laughs> so, Shout out to Diana. Yeah. So like I saw her, I was like, oh, Diana Taurasi, and I was like, oh, why is mm-hmm. she a snake though? But whatever, it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my other one is I don't uh, is the Blues Brothers, and then they made the Blues mm. Brothers two thousand, which was completely. Not needed. Mm-hmm. The Blues Brothers, I don't I'm know, so man. Yes, was so iconic with Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, you know, Jake and Elwood. They're on a mission from God. They go around, they go to different places. They got to save the orphanage. Carrie Fisher is all trying to kill John Belushi because she didn't marry him. They have to adapt to different places. They go to the country bar. They start playing blues music, and it's not working. So they play the theme song to Rawhide to calm calm everybody down. And then you got this one, and it just falls short because you don't have that John Belushi. John Goodman's cool. I got no problem with John Goodman. And all of a sudden, Don Cheadle, another Don Cheadle. Sorry, Don Cheadle. Stop making sequels with these people. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden it's like this whole crew of blues brothers. No, the blues brothers are Jake and Elwood. And that mm-hmm. is and they're gonna go into Aretha Franklin's restaurant and they're gonna order plain white toast and two whole fried chickens. And that is what mm-hmm. they're gonna eat. And I just the music from the first one, I think you got way more iconic people in there. And then the second one, they try and like force feed it down your throat again. It is not the same. So I felt like the Blues Brothers 2000 was not even needed. It's Jake and Elwood. It's not Jake and Elwood. Don't need it. It's just just more of just trying to force feed us, like just trying to force feed stuff. Like it said, it it seemed like it's like lazy writing. 
You yeah. know, instead of instead of coming up with like I got a continuation, a good continuation of the story, let's just add more effects and more stuff to it and hope that covers the bill. Which it doesn't. Like that that doesn't cut the bill. You gotta if you're gonna do these sequels, you gotta come in with the same energy that you came in with when you when you came up with the original idea. Like you gotta come in with that same energy or better. Because like you like like especially if you're coming up with like an iconic movie that like stuck the first time that people watched it, it just stuck. And now you're gonna come in with a follow-up that is like completely underwhelming. A lot of times that like, that can kind of undercut the original. Cause mm-hmm. now it's like, well, dang, was the original that as good as I thought it was? Let me go back and watch it. You know? So I hate when I hate when when the directors and writers do this stuff when they come out with the sequels and it just like is like the story is never continue properly or it's not as good or it seemed like it just doesn't they didn't try like a lot of times it seemed like they don't even try and like the effort just isn't there i just i watched the blues brothers 2000 but it didn't give me like you said that same energy yeah that that i saw when i was a kid watching the blues brothers and i'm like this is amazing and my dad was like hey watch this movie and i'm like i don't think i want to watch the blues brothers i'm like I'm just a kid, but then I watched it. What drew me in too was Carrie Fisher was in it. So I was like, oh, Princess Leia's in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just the story and trying to get the band back together and they got to go through different things. And then like the musical, I'm not a big musical guy, but the musical numbers in the original Blues Brothers are amazing. Yeah. When Aretha Franklin starts, I think she busts out with Think that is awesome and everybody starts dancing in the diner got guy the guy on the grill playing the guitar and everything it it doesn't even touch anything compared to the other one Mm. man shout out to the original blues brothers (laughs) shout out to the originals period man shout out to the originals usually the originals are always the best all right andrew i got one more here for you man all right all right so this one here i saved this one uh best for last aka worst for last and again you can't have such a huge gap between movies all right i'm going to preface my comments by saying that and i'm talking about coming to america part two i won't even see okay you haven't seen part you haven't seen part two yet right i won't good 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 Andrew. good it's, it was completely unnecessary. It was completely unnecessary. The original Coming to America is such a classic comedy. It's su- that is it, when you talk about when you're listing comedies, Coming to America is probably going to be in about seventy percent, seventy five percent of top tens because it's just such a good story. Eddie Murphy is locked in. Eddie Murphy is at his prime. You got star power, Samuel Jackson, Arsenio Hall, uh, uh, the owner of McDonald's. I can't think of his name right now. So oh. you got. Oh, yeah, I can't think of it either. So you got star power. The story, African prince wants to come to America to find his queen, doesn't want, to, like, doesn't want her to want him for his money, goes there with the intentions of looking like, poor, like a poor man and, you know, finding true love all right so you got your this your your basically your rom-com going at this point but the quotables the jokes the story everything about it is just a plus a plus a plus a plus ending perfect everything about that movie is so great and then they decide to come out with one 20 something years later part two is just like okay how can we continue the story? All right, so he had an illegitimate son when he was in New York because he got high. Oh, so from secondhand it? smoke. Yes, it was a complete reach. It was a complete reach. It was no need for that reach. It was no need for this reach. And like the the story, first of all, the story is completely threw me off. So he has an illegitimate son that needs to marry to save his country. They find the son instantly in New York. They convince him to come back to to uh they co- co- to come back to Africa. Zamunda, Zamunda, thank you. And then, it, like, it's just like ah, uh, 
Oh my gosh. It's just like, it's, it's just one of those things, man, where we talked about where the story was written, written so lazily, the jokes were so underwhelming and they just try to make up for that by just having star power. So you got all these different stars in there. You got all these different cameos from popular artists of nowadays. And they try to, they try the nostalgic factor of it. They bring it back like classic characters. Like they brought back the woman that was jumping on one leg and barking like a dog. They brought her back. You're like, okay, cool. You know, like you, you, you bringing in like, um, uh, his name is slipping my mind right now. The dude that plays Blade. Oh, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes, thank you. They got Wesley Snipes in there. He's cool. Um, it's just one of those things where it's like, listen, I get what you guys are trying to do. I understand it, but it was a complete miss. It, it, like, it was not funny whatsoever. I was not entertained by the story. The, main, the, the most entertaining thing to me about that movie was the costume designs, which I will give them that. Like, everybody looked great in that movie. And then some of the uh, the performances, uh, musical performances, because they brought in like Salt and Pepper to do a performance. Um, you know what I mean? Like, like, like that was the only really good thing about it to me. And yeah, like something coming to America too, completely underwhelming. I do not recommend it to anybody. If you haven't watched it, just you're good. You're not missing nothing. I'm not. You're, you're not missing nothing. Just go watch the original. Just go watch the original twice. And you'll you'll enjoy watching the original back to back than you would be watching the original and then watching Coming to America too. I I got one question about it. Did Louis Anderson ever make it to fries? Because he was washing lettuce. <laughs> that he was hoping one day to get the fries. <laughs> Never made it to fries. Oh. No, he wasn't even in. Man, you gotta bring him in because he was like well, he was like one of those little uh, characters that kind of like make a movie. Always right. They're watching. He's like, today I'm washing lettuce, and then I'm gonna be doing this, and maybe someday I'll be on fries. And they're just like Mm-mm. staring at him. Never, never brought that in. See, <laughs> like it, it was that that right there. That would have probably been the best, the best thing about the movie. But nope, like a nothing, like a, like a little thing, and he's just sitting there cooking fries. Yeah. Like, I just a cam- just a little cameo, I just a little nostalgic cameo right there. Nothing. Nothing, Andrew. Nothing. It was terrible, bro. It was terrible. It's a terrible movie. You talk about quotable is like I think I could quote pretty much every single part in the barbershop scene. Mm-hmm. I, my brother had this velvet hat that his ex girlfriend got him from like a ref from a Renaissance festival, and uh-huh. I put it on. And me and my friend John all the time, we t- he would like touch it or I would touch it, and we'd be like, "That's beautiful. What is that velvet?" We do that one. And my favorite is the Dr. King. When he's like, man, you didn't mean no Dr. King. He's like, oh, yeah, it was Memphis. I turned the corner. All of a sudden, pow, punch me right in the face. I looked up and I said, oh, hey, how you doing, Dr. King? And he said, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were somebody else. Though, that is the classic. The same thing with whenever somebody argues about boxing, I always go back to the the Rocky Marciano where he's like, he beat Joe Lewis's ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got a point. He's got a point. <laughs> I could have done a coming America two. I could have done a coming America two, or just like a little short of just the guys, just them doing the guys from the barbershop. Mm-hmm. I, I could yep. just that. Just that. If they would have just did that story, like if they just would have died, yo, this is what was going on with these dudes in the barbershop while all this is going on, like a spinoff type of, of coming to America. That would have been a better movie than what they did with this. That would have been a better movie. I was excited to see the barbershop because of it coming to America. Mm-hmm. That was like my whole thing was I was like, oh man, the coming to America barbershop scene was so great. I want to go see the barbershop. There's another mm-hmm. one that never got a sequel too. <laughs> I didn't like the barbershop too and stuff like that. Right. But I'm going to drop a bombshell on you. Uh-oh. This is going to be big. This might might end some friendships, and I'm glad you're in New York and I'm in Texas. I don't think we need a Jurassic Park sequels. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. No, you didn't. I'm going to hear you out, though. I'm going to hear you out. Let me me, me talk to me. I think it's a Matrix-type thing. Mm. Just a downward slide. How do you 
how do you top something that was so great as the original Jurassic Park with the wonder and everything else that goes in it? And then you come out with Jurassic Park, what is it, to the Lost World? Lost World. And it's like, it's not bad. It's not bad. You see uh, Jeff Goldblum reprise his role. And, you know, now all of a sudden he's got a daughter. Every, all these movies, you notice this? Everybody's got to have a kid at some point. Yep. Uh, and and she then, was black. Like, that, <laughs> that threw me completely off. Like, like I can see, okay. Like, there was, like, no, it, it, it's funny that they refer, reference it in the movie. Because the dude was like, hey, do you see any family resemblance? <laughs> But like, was she like adopted? Like, it was never, it was never no, clarified in the movie. I thought her mother was black. I don't know. Like, it was never mentioned. It was never mentioned. It was just that this is his daughter. She's here. And don't get me wrong. I have no problem with, um, you know, a black girl obviously playing the daughter or nothing like yeah, that. But, but can we? Get but it's just like completely threw me off. Where I'm like, okay, like she. Like how the rock, like you know, in, like in the movies with the rock, how he always have like blonde hair, blue eyed white kids. I'm like, how? Like, come on, can at least can we at least make it realistic? Like, come on, but whatever, whatever. There's no blonde hair, blue eyes, and <laughs> I don't think in the rock <laughs> genetic gene pool, if it is, is definitely reversed being half Samoan. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> half black. I I don't see it in there. I, I don't see it in there. Uh, but my bad, man. I, I cut you off on your point there. But it's just so much of the wonder. So Jurassic Park 2, it started off good for me. And then they got to bring, then they bring the T-Rex in and then that's where it lost me. And then Jurassic Park 3, now all of a sudden we're like, hey, let's get Alan Grant to do something. So Alan Grant comes and they got to go rescue a kid. And it's the whole raptor thing all over again. I just feel exactly how I felt about the Matrix. The first one was so good. And so eye-opening and so captivating that you're like, okay, we're going to make sequels. And then all of a sudden it just falls, falls down, like completely. Yeah. And it just goes down like a step, goes down another level, goes down another level, goes down another level to where it just looks like it's a cash grab. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about Jurassic Park. Like, I don't even think my kids know there's like a Jurassic Park two or three because I won't show it to them because <laughs> it's outside of that <laughs> but I mean, if they, if they, <laughs> I treat movies like I do with like drugs. If they find it on the street, then I'll have a talk. Yeah. It. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. I feel about movies, okay? Uh, Say, hey, listen, I might find about, you might find out about this, but it won't be from me. No, <laughs> I respect it. Okay. That's funny. So it's just, it's that way. It's, it's so like eye-opening, eye mind-blowing. You you want that sequel afterwards. Like I was like, oh, cool. Matrix are coming out with the sequel. Jurassic Park's coming out with the sequel. But then it just gets so repetitive. And Jurassic Park 2 is pretty much Jurassic Park 3 in a way where it's rescuing people or going to get dinosaurs and stuff like that. Just let the dinosaurs be. Can we let the dinosaurs be? Just let them live on whatever is the island of Sierra Leone or whatever they're at. <laughs> you just let them be. It was so good. It was so good. I always, when I think about podcasting or doing anything, there's this cartoon that always comes to mind. Okay, from when I was a kid, and this sounds so whacked out, is this guy's trying to get, it's this wolf. He's trying to become famous, and he's like, keeps on going to this agent doing different tricks and everything else and there's like no 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 and then finally he eats like all this dynamite gunpowder and stuff like this and he blows himself up and he comes back in as a ghost and the agent's like wow that was absolutely amazing this is you know you got to do that again and he goes well the only problem is is you can only do that trick once because he killed himself and it always stuck in my head, like, there's certain things you can only do once. And I feel like Jurassic Park and The Matrix just should be there. You, you got I feel me. You. You, you got me. And now you're just cheapening the value of what the movie, the original movie is. It's the eye-opening, mind-blowing fact. The shock value of it. The, the shock yeah. value of it isn't there in, with the uh, other two. 
Yeah. And and to make up and to make up for that, um, it's it's very difficult because you know you really can't you really like when it comes to like Jurassic Park, and I feel you on that one. I'm like I'm I'm not I'm like. Obviously, Jurassic Park is my jam. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I love that series. I love Jurassic World. Like, I love all of them. But taking, like, my bias cap off, I can definitely look at that movie and can see, like, okay, yeah, this is kind of stupid. You know, like, Jurassic Park 3, I can understand why people don't like that movie. Jurassic Park 2, Jurassic World. I'm not even going to lie. I barely like the Jurassic Worlds. But for me, it's, like, it's dinosaurs. And it's it, they're they're killing people like that's awesome like I that I, I I live for that I long for that stuff you know what I'm saying so I, mean, I get it like the stories like it, they are like far fetched and kind of over the top and just like unnecessary but at the same time if like if you're a Jurassic nerd Jurassic Park nerd like myself is one of those things where it's like yeah give me more I, I need more of this yeah. <laughs> I, I'm the problem when it comes to that I, I keep feeding into that like that's that's my fault. That's that's my fault. People like me. <laughs> like when I take off like my rose colored glasses and do all that and take off like you said your bias hat, you look at it and you're like, the first one's so much better. Like it doesn't get better. I, we mentioned this in the Matrix trilogy. Pretty much the standard for any trilogy or sequels is, uh, in my mind, is the original Star Wars trilogy. Mm. It it gets better. Like, did you yeah. really need a sequel even after Star Wars, after A New Hope? No, they blew up the Death Star. They saved everything. Nope. Here comes Empire Strikes Back, and you're like, oh my goodness, this is even better. Mm-hmm. And then Return of the Jedi. I love Return of the Jedi. That's my favorite one. And Return of the Jedi is good. And mm-hmm. it, you know, it keeps on. It's either at the same level or it gets better. And I feel like the Jurassic Park movies slow. And another thing, real quick, just to uh, stick with Star Wars, they did an excellent job with doing the prequels, I thought, too. Episode 1, 2, and 3. For them to to tell the story of how Vader became Vader, how Obi-Wan became Obi-Wan, what Yoda was like before. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought they did a really excellent job, especially with the... Because usually when, like, you're doing sequels, when the gap is that wide, you usually get coming to America, too, right? But... (laughs) Like this one here with the Star Wars series, they did an excellent job of filling in that gap uh, with episodes one, two, and three. Episodes seven, eight, and nine, we don't got to talk about those. No. But <laughs> one, two, and three, four, five, and six, that, that was perfect for me. That is, when I look at those, I got to think about what my kids like, and that's how I can get enjoyment out of seven, eight, and nine. Mm-hmm. Like my son, that's what, that's his Star Wars trilogy, is seven, eight, and nine. So, like, when he watches it, he thinks The Last Jedi is a good movie. I'm like, let's not think mm. about that. But in his mind, it's like, that's the way it is. So that's where, once again, bias cap and everything else. My final one is, I wonder if we both agree on this one. Actually, this is my absolute final. That, the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> we don't need it. <laughs> This is like, I will stand up on a soapbox. These are not even good movies. Oh, my God. The second one, uh, the only one I felt had any type of decent story and decent, you know, anything to it was Tokyo Drift. I love Tokyo Drift. If anybody's like, hey, you want to watch Fast and Furious? I I always go, is it Tokyo Drift? Because if it's not Tokyo Drift, I'm not watching it. They should have just made Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, and get rid of all the rest of it it's all of them are horrible it's just it's it's a movie you talked about jurassic park with dinosaurs this is just for car heads these are just for mm-hmm. and stuff it's just motorheads and people that like techno music and mm-hmm. that is it there there's no listen no good listen ass. listen I'm, I'm listen. I, I completely disagree with y'all. <laughs> I'm about to go lie to you. No, oh. don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. When it comes to like the movies themselves, they they're bad. They're, they're bad. Like they, there's no way that there's no way to cap it. There's no way to sugarcoat it. They're bad movies. However, however, I thought they've done an excellent job of countering how bad the story is and how predictable it is by pretty much just doing like just defying the laws of physics at this point like they just said you know what you guys are pretty much superheroes at this point like think about think about think about 
Yeah, but think I about this. Watched it as a kid, though. I watched. Right. I, I watched. I watched. I, I know it's kind of like because of the name of the car, but I'm just talking about the show. Is the Dukes of Hazard? I watched that. I watched cars yeah. slip every other week. I watched mm. Roscoe P. Coltrane try and chase down the Duke boys as they, you know, run through Hazard County and everything else. So that's just now I'm watching the Fast and Furious and I'm watching them do it in nicer cars. But I just I, I don't get it. Like I remember sitting there watching the first Fast and the Furious. And I could still picture where I was at. And all of a sudden the ending happened and Vin Diesel comes on and he mumbles. I don't even know what he mumbles. Mumbles something. Vin Diesel's cool, but he's no leading man in my mind. Mm-hmm. Keep him to just saying, I am Groot, and I'm happy with him. <laughs> and uh, family. You have family. And, it, you know, the Chronicles of Rick wasn't too bad either. I did but, enjoy those movies. Yeah. But that, that ending, I don't even know what was going on. Like, I was like, it's done. The movie's done. And my girlfriend at the time was like, yeah, it's done. Did you like, mm-hmm. like, oh, this was stupid. It was just a car movie. It, it, it ended up being like all the other Jurassic Parks. Like you said, ooh, dinosaurs. I like dinosaurs. Okay, mm-hmm. well, the first one had like, this is how we make the dinosaurs. This is what we mm-hmm. do with the dinosaurs. And you're like, ooh, here's a story. Now here's Fast and Furious. We've robbed, we've robbed people and then we sell it and we get car parts. To make yeah. Cars. Make cars. Maybe because Pretty I'm, much. Maybe because I'm not a car guy, but I can't stand them. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift is the only one I can watch. All the other ones, Hobbs and Shaw, I didn't even want to see that. I, 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 the, there's nothing appealing to me about the whole entire Fast and the Fury franchise at all. Yeah, man. It's just, it's just they're literally at this point. Like Don Toretto, he, he went from a common street thug to now he's working with like the U.S. government on secret agent missions. Like he became a secret agent overnight. But did he? Like he legit became. He legit went from chopping car parts, chopping cars, to secret agent. <laughs> if that's not the biggest glow up in the history of movies, I don't know what is. But didn't he already do that in Triple X? So what? Right. They were like, right. okay, well, Triple X, and then we'll do Fast and the Furious, and we'll we'll mix mm-hmm. it together. If I'm gonna watch a car movie, I'm watching Gone in sixty seconds around this time. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I'd rather watch Gone in sixty seconds, where it's like these old school guys working with these new, like the old school car thieves working with the new school car thieves and everything else, than just this is family and all, you know. R.I.P. Paul Walker, and then that whole thing, and then yeah. the Fast and Furious Two, and Vin Diesel's not even in there. <laughs> and now we got Ludacris and uh, <laughs> Tyrese. <laughs> yeah, Tyrese. Well, <laughs> that's the, the one thing I do appreciate about the Fast and the Furious series is that they have kept all of their characters in, within the movie. Like they've killed off some. Like there's some that died, and I, you know, R.I.P. Paul Walker. Obviously, he, yeah. he passed away in real life, so. They're still keeping him in the movie, though. Like he's still like they named a kid after him. Like they, uh, he like in the last movie, spoiler alert, he pulled up. Like obviously you didn't see him get out the car, but he pulled up in his car, like his signature blue car that he's been driving since like the show began, the move, the series began, and stuff like that. So they're they're keeping him in the series, and they keep like majority of their characters that they had um, since basically Fast and the Furious three. Like all of them was in this last movie, Fast Nine. Uh, Fast and the Furious Nine. Why so many? So it's it's nuts, bro. Then they you know they're coming out with ten. What? The Rock said he's no longer going to be in them. Thank you, because he came to his senses and was like, "I don't need this. You can't pay." They me. added John Cena into it. Oh. <laughs> like it's it's crazy, and it's it's family. Like and it's they stick. They like it's so funny, man. Dominic Toretto, he's a superhero. He's a he's a like legit a superhero in these movies. Like they got Vin Diesel out here, just bodying boys like like it's nuts like i'm like where did he develop these skills he was he was not trained in the like martial arts like where did where did he get all this stuff from i just can't i can't stand any of them there's okay other than when i say i can't stand any of them i want tokyo drift excluded i just can't I, i can't do it i watched 
I watched the first one. I was like, this is horrible. Uh, my wife was watching the second one. I was like, this is, this is even good. And then I don't even know. I think I watched Tokyo Drift because mm-hmm. Vin Diesel wasn't in it or he wasn't at mm-hmm. the end. And that was the only time I watched Tokyo. That's the only reason why I watched Tokyo Drift. But all the other ones, yeah. it just don't. So you good on them? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't want them. I don't. I don't want a ten. You're you're wasting money. If if I was a taxpayer paying for this, I would be pissed. I would be more pissed than anything else. Not fixing my streets or anything else. If this was, if I was investing in a movie studio, I would go in there and be like, stop it. Let's just, yeah. Let's just stop this altogether. <laughs> We can put our resources into something else. Let's you got Marvel out there, it's killing us, and we're we're pumping out fast and furious. Mm-hmm. They're gonna keep coming too, man. I, I'm hoping that 10 is the last one. Cause after this last one I watched, I uh, watched the, the uh Fast Nine just recently, like a couple of weeks ago. And I'm just sitting there just like shaking my head at what's going on. I'm like, this is this is ridiculous. Like it's it's cool. I enjoy it. Like I enjoy just the over the top, you know. They just took like every action movie that they can and just kind of just try to shove every little piece of what they can into it. It seems like what they was doing. They're not needed in this world. Yeah. Take that money, <laughs> donate it to charity. Donate yes. it somewhere. Take take every last bit. I don't even you know what? Even if they were like, we're gonna donate all of our profits to this, I would still say shut down the Fast and Furious movies just because I don't think <laughs> just the stop world, it. I think the world will just be a better place without Fast and Furious. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. Oh <laughs> it's just so stop the dang match. Yeah. <laughs> You're beating on a dead horse now, I think. But people still don't point. I, I, I understand everybody's got their own opinion. This is just my opinion when it comes to Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, I get you. And I apologize, Andrew. I'm uh, like, I, me, and like, you know, others, we're the people that's keeping it alive, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. (laughs) Don't apologize, because I'm pretty sure there's people out there that want to watch, like, Star Trek go away, and I'm over here going, I want a new Star Trek series. How come we're not getting a new movie? So there you go. Fair enough. There's two sides to every coin. That is a fact. There's two sides to every coin. But no more. There's no more Fast and Furious movies in my mind. So nah. thank you for coming on. Is there anything you want to plug, talk about, let people know? Um, no, nah, man. Thank you for having me on again, bro. Like I'm it's always a good time coming on here. And uh, you know, just you give me like one of these topics, and um that gets my brain going. That gets my brain firing away, man. So it's always being able to come on here and share my thoughts. Because these are conversations that you know, I just want to have the like, random yeah. people, you know what I mean? I'd be, I'd just be out in the park and we just start talking and they're like, dang, I'm like, man, I wish we could record this. So it's always dope being able to come on here and being able to uh, have these, these dope conversations with you, bro. So I really do appreciate it. And I'm, you know, if you need me again, uh, you already know, man, hit me up. And if I'm available, I'm, I'm coming on. So. Yeah. If you got any ideas, let me know too. Cause like I said, this is kind of the thing behind this podcast is talking about nostalgia these were conversations that I had like at work or just out with right. friends or anything like that. And that that's what this podcast is all about. So thank you for coming on and everybody make sure you check out new episodes of let's talk, but no politics. Okay. Every Sunday on the BICBP radio network, Apple podcast, Spotify, Google podcast, Amazon music bonus <laughs> every Friday at 7 PM Eastern on the helium radio network. Go check out the Facebook page. I do believe still we still have the toy tournament coming on and going into another to, another tournament once the toy tournament's done. Also great content on there as well. And uh, I should be getting the YouTube page or channel start back up with some retro gameplay and other videos as well as my kids are starting to go back to school. So that will give me some time to get that stuff done. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Grocery shopping day. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Cashier. Hello, Mrs. Card Pusher. Hello. How are you doing today? 
I'll see what the old wife put on the uh, the shopping list today. Let's see what. Um, let's see. Number one, we got a uh, Chris Hamsworth. Oh, that doesn't seem right. I don't. I don't think those they sell those here. Uh, must be some kind of mistake. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh boy. This is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs, and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.